everybody, and welcome back to the New England Small Business Podcast, soon to be the Southern New England Small Business Podcast, and that is going to be what we're talking about today. My name is Ben Barber, and I am here with my business partner and friend, Patrick Wiley. Pat, how's it going, man? Ben, you know it's going great. I'm, I'm here talking with you and uh, talking with, uh, you know, uh, a new member of our team. I don't want to spill the beans, but, you know, this is uh, it's an exciting time for 321 Media. I'm so excited about it. I can't wait. Uh, I don't want to waste any time. So let's, because there's change coming and we're announcing uh, one big thing today and it's part of a bigger thing that we're announcing in general. So I can't wait. Why don't you introduce uh, who we're bringing on today? Absolutely. Thanks, Ben. So as Ben mentioned, uh, some big things are happening at 321 Media. We are expanding um, and we have some great news that we will be launching in the next week or two here, 321 Maine. So everything that we're doing with 321 New England, we're going to be replicating in 321 Maine. And we have an amazing host who's going to take over and head uh, the 321 main division. Um, I've known him for a very long time. Uh, he's, uh, we, we've been friends, we've worked together, uh, we've networked with one another, and, and he's just an amazing marketing mind. He's the director of uh, marketing for Maine Dentistry. Bring him on, Ben. Alex Preevy. Alex, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, I, I I have known you also for a long time, though though not as well as Patrick. Uh, welcome. Thanks for being here. Hey, I'm blessed to know both of you as long as I have, and you know, excited to know you a little bit longer through this endeavor together. Um, I'm certainly excited to start the expansion. Um, yeah. and thank you very much for having me on today. Uh, you know, getting the ball rolling and kind of discovering what the next offshoot of the incredible business that you've already started to build out in Southern Rhode Island. Yeah, we're really excited about it, Alex. Happy to have you uh, on board officially as the host and, and the head of 321 Maine. This is going to be very exciting. You're going to be talking to all sorts of business owners uh, from uh, around the state of Maine. Uh, but, you know, folks, that have listened to our show, they've seen our show, they know who we are, but they they might not know who Alex Preevy is. So maybe in you know 30 seconds or less, give us the Reader's Digest. Who is Alex Preevy? Well, um, small town kid with a New England mindset. Uh, started out in Southern Rhode Island. That's you know how I met both of you. And I truly made my bones in small business culture and in small business marketing down in the southern half of the state. And ended up taking myself to Maine for my collegiate degree and spent a wonderful uh, tenure up here. Eventually boomeranged back, grew, uh, grew my marketing career and a lot of my initial teeth cutting at a multitude of local businesses in the Southern Rhode Island area, um, varying sizes as well, which have been really enjoyable. Um, I did everything from hospitality to medical to um, alcohol, which obviously was a good time in itself. And then also, uh, you know, did, did a small tenure working with some local restaurants as well. So it really gave me like an all well-rounded picture of how we can connect local businesses with localized marketing endeavors. And then I ended up moving back up to Maine um, in the past year and a half um, following the entire COVID pandemic. And here I am. Um, 
It's been quite the journey. It's been a fast paced one nonetheless, and we're seeing incredible growth up here. So I've been very excited to work with this specific team because I've seen both of you bring so much to the local communities all throughout Rhode Island um, and now shift your focus to bringing that type of hyper-targeted and well-articulated marketing endeavor to a larger scale audience while still keeping the heart of what localized marketing can be. Um, and I think that very similarly, um, there's a lot of localized pride that you'll find up here in Maine. And I've found that with a lot of the businesses I've interacted with that are very reflective of home and Rhode Island and Southern Rhode Island specifically. I think that that type of network and marketing interaction is something you don't find everywhere, but through the right sources, especially, you know, what you two bring to the table, it's a very deliverable concept that most consumers really want to feel and interact with and find those businesses that make them, that make up their home. Um, and I think that's, you know, a big key to my whole journey as a marketer overall. And, you know, I think the the thing that I like about you the most is, is what I've learned about you that I, I just found out about you is, you know, you do have this marketing brain that, you know, to me, you know, marketing is huge, right? There are all different aspects. Obviously, we focus the majority of our work on social media and, and media production, but you have a true understanding of, of fully integrated <laughs> marketing programs, right? So you actually know the ins and outs and, and probably a lot more uh, about fully integrated marketing than, than we do, uh, which is why you, one of the reasons why we're so excited to have you on the team. But maybe you can talk about um, your experience in fully integrated marketing programs as it relates to what you're doing now um, at a regional dentist office. Absolutely. Um and I, I mean, firstly, I have to agree with the point you're making on there being so many avenues within the marketing industry nowadays, um, specifically with the nuance that you find between old school techniques meeting new school delivery methods and how to blend those seamlessly together. You end up losing sometimes in one of those categories by hyper fixating on traditional methods being a tried and true fashion versus um, new age method, methods being a quicker and more trackable delivery. Um, now, all of those types of concepts and a lot of my um, understanding of like systematic marketing approach uh, had a really weird start because my, my background was very artistic to begin with. And through my collegiate degree, I did a lot of coding and I did a lot of um, marketing analysis, but a large por portion of some of my... Um, thesis projects that I worked on when I was in my, uh, you know, senior and a bit of a junior levels of college were very program based. And then describing and understanding processes behind that programming that were um, physicality included, as well as mental inclusion. So you had to think of perceptions of events and perceptions of art and, and the physicality of art and the interactivity of art. And all of those things at, at, at its core are what marketing is so focused around. Um, that's why, you know, you watch the, watch the show Mad Men. I know it's kind of like a cliche <laughs> reference here, but if you look at the show Mad Men, how, what, what is the heartthrob of that show to some extent of, of their like prolific marketing brains are that, they really pull out the humanistic qualities and the artistic qualities that are in each and every one of the businesses that they're representing. And then they promote that as the key factor of that business. And I think that that is something that was lacking in the dental world 
And so then when I took a lot of these initial art, like artistic thought processes from some of my capstone work, and I brought them into uh, my, my initial, my initial jobs out of college, um, many of which did relay that core, that sense of foundation in the core of their businesses. Um, I realized, okay, in the medical sector, this is something we're kind of missing. And in dental, this is, this is missing even more, yeah. um, especially with how many dental phobias or medical phobias the populace has. Um, my, <laughs> I, I was blessed. I, I have great genes. I'm sorry, Ben. Uh, I, I know how it works from, a, from just a genetic standpoint. I mean, you can't even help, you can't help it sometimes. Yeah. And I was very lucky. Um, dad, dad has some strong teeth, man. I don't know. I don't know how he did it, but, um, so I got very lucky in that area. And I, I even through, through my breadth of knowledge working in dental have realized now that there are some things in the dental world that were done to me when I was younger that, that caused further issues down the line. And what better to, what better to alleviate some of that stress and some of those initial missteps in treatment by educating the public and getting to the core value of what makes a patient want to choose you as their provider and put their faith in you. Um, and I think to some extent, creating like a well-rounded structure of education, um, fun and interactivity is really what, you know, brought me into the, thank you, brought me into the uh, dental marketing field in a positive way. And I made a big jump up here um, off of a very strong case. I made with an incredible, incredible brand in Southern Rhode Island. Um, shout out Arrowhead Dental. They are an incredible dentistry, great practitioners, and they needed their message they didn't need it on a local level, but they needed that local level to expand to a larger populace. And in Rhode Island, we have populace. There's a lot of people in a small space. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I think uh, everything that you just touched on are the um, are, are the key elements of everything that 321 Media is stands for and tries to bring, right? Um, we, we tell everybody that we talk to uh, that the goal is... Um, educational, entertaining, and engaging, uh, content. And that, you know, people don't want to, so many small businesses and so many, so many sectors of, of these, uh, of, of industry in general, when they think about marketing, when they think of, especially on social media marketing, they, they think about just selling, right. They, and, and, and sales and marketing are two different things. Um, and, uh, and, and you, and you have this, when you bring the, the human element to it, and that's one of the things that I've loved so much about hosting the New England Small Business Podcast is that I myself have gotten to have these conversations with um, some of these businesses that have been incredibly intimidating to me uh, and and have always lacked that uh, empathy from a marketing standpoint, right? Like when I've gotten to talk to mortgage lenders and lawyers and insurance brokers and all of these things that seem really big and scary. Uh, and then you, and then you realize that it's human beings that are doing the job and they're trying to do the best that they can for their clients. And it's like, can we market that? You know, <laughs> like, can we, can we, can we show the people behind it that are, that are trying to get you the best deal on a house that are trying to get you uh, all of the insurance coverage that you need for less premiums. Like, can we, can we talk about that for a minute so that you don't have this intimidation factor and you're able to sell this human element 
Um, you know, and, and I think that that is such a beautiful thing. And I love everything about how you talk about marketing, how your mind works, um, all of your background that's into it. Like, I'm so excited to know you. I'm so excited to have you as a part of our team. And I am so stoked for everything that you're going to bring to three, two, one main. I appreciate that immensely, Ben. Um, make me blush over here, man. How am I supposed to talk back to you during a, during a, honestly, honestly, this is why we haven't sent you the lighting yet, because if then we would, (laughs) then you'd be able to see the, the sweat. (laughs) You'd be able to see the sweat. You'd be able to see the blushing. It's yeah. We don't want any of that. No, I get, I get too rosy. It's, It's rough. Me too. Me too, man. That's Me right. You, you both look great. All right. You, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's settle it there. Uh, you know, let's, let's switch gears here for a second though, Alex, I know you're, you're, you know, you, you touched on, um, you know, a lot of your background is, is in art. You're very artistic. And, um, I, I follow you on Instagram and I see all of these things that you draw and, and these, it's like, I'm thinking sometimes in my head, what is going on in Alex Preview's head that he can just spit out this stuff that is just, I mean, it, let's talk about your art here for a second. What inspires you? I know you go to a lot of shows that are very visual and, and things of that nature. Um, you know, how did that start for you, I guess, earlier in life and how has that evolved to where you are as an artist now? I would like to say that research is 90% of any deliverable that you can do in the art world. Um, and that is a huge reason why so many people push art history as a strong fundamental standpoint. Now, do I think that you need to go the traditional linear path of learning how to do any action? No. But I think that having references and tools and intuitive insight into what other people within creative spaces have unlocked through the human psyche gives you an incredible place for you to unlock those own chambers within yourself. Um, And as far as my art goes, that was the first lesson I learned at a very young age from my grandfather, who was actually a incredible artist without the means to attend schooling. And he drew using black and white charcoal in his fingers and would create full scoped renditions of people that he had seen in passing. Um, and he could do the entire thing from thought. It was in, incredible. And I, one of his small pieces that he did in color up in my, uh, up in my kitchen, because it, it, it means so much to me. And it reminds me every day why I want to do art. Um, he made it for my grandmother who bothered him for years to do something in color. So in t- 20 minutes, he sat down, he drew a bowl of fruit and a wine glass. And he was like, here you go, Gloria, put this up in the kitchen. I did it for you. (laughs) And every day as a child, she just, she would always reference it. And so his first rule to me to get me into the art world was never let anyone tell you what to draw and try to make as much as you can from thought and your memory and imagination. And I went to the walls with it. And I did that for years and years and years and years. And I got, I did get some classical training as well later on. Um, which is applied more so for like things like color theory or line work or composition balance. Um, But really a lot of those thought processes really stem from a comfort I have in creating characters and depicting emotions and situations that maybe aren't necessarily in the forefront of people's minds when they interact with someone. Um, I have a lot of people ask me to draw caricatures of them. I've done that for a multitude of different people and sent them out. If you two would like one, let me know after the show and we'll talk about it. Oh, I definitely want to know. Letting you know now. We would both like <laughs> <you> to <know. laughs> we'll have to live draw one on, on screen and we'll pass them off to people. Yeah. Um, but I've um 
I've done, I've done it for a very long time. And one thing that has been very soothing to me is, you know, you talk about like, um, like mantras and meditation states and flow of creativity. And I've always found that having no guidelines and working in a physical space with heavy amounts of line work has always been really appealing to me. So where a lot of people shoot for three dimensionality and like realism, I, I thrive off pattern and light depiction or coloration difference and stark contrast really um, in my compositions overall. And that definitely bleeds into my marketing sometimes for design work and for um, like graphics. I get, I, I get so excited when I see people playing with like fundamental conceptualizations of art in animations and in social um, campaigns specifically because now it's really think outside the box. Um, you can do anything you set your mind to within some of these campaigns as long as you're relaying the core values of your business. And that just makes me excited because now it, it, it adds to the application of where you can go with guerrilla marketing and social marketing and the whole nine and video marketing. I mean, you can be as artistic as you want. Um, there's some beautiful things people are doing now for all kinds of campaigns. Um, you know, when you take a pizza place that has opened up or has 40 years of experience and you watch them make a pizza in an open face kitchen, how much better is the pizza taste at the end? It's the same concept in relaying a commercial across the board. I want to see the cheese hit the sauce and I want the pizza to spin. I, you love the process. The process is what people fall in love with. And that the end result only tastes sweeter. Yeah, that's... <laughs> So I, I I really am excited that you know we have somebody like yourself who who can bring this outlook into what we're already doing, right? So I'm gonna put you on the spot here for a second. So we're we're gonna be launching three two one main where you're gonna be you're gonna be interviewing all sorts of business uh, business owners and, and and such from from all over the state. Uh, one, what are you excited about most in being able to interact with the community? And two, how do you see your artistic brain coming into play with, with some of what we're going to be doing in 321 Maine? Absolutely. Um, firstly, I'm excited to meet more business owners. I've in the past year I've really gotten, you know, feet on the ground, interacting with a lot of these localized businesses, and I've actually been hosting events with a variety of different people uh, connected in the community. And through the minimal amount of business leaders I've met through that endeavor, I have become excited about the city in which I'm currently living. Um, Portland is a thriving and intense ecosystem of localized support and so much pride in the area and city. And what I want to push through 321 Media is conveying that to not only the local communities outside of the city, because traffic is so important from secondary sources, right? So if you have a strong sense of community, oftentimes some business leaders will say, well, we need to connect with the people around us. And I think that many of them are already built on strong foundational pillars. You need to connect to people that don't know you're there. You need to bring your message to the outside to the outsource spaces, as well as leverage the people that are already your biggest cheerleaders. You have a regular that comes into your business on a, on a scheduled basis or on a monthly basis, and you're interacting with them. Why not turn them into one of your biggest advocates? And I think that that's something that a lot of 
our capabilities as a business and working in tandem with what you've already brought to the community could really strengthen some of the overall foot traffic, um, digital footprint, and um, full understanding of core values in these businesses up here. And I think that the main community is consistently seeking out fellow Mainers and fellow locals in which to support. And frankly, as a massive tourist location being the southern, the southern, really the southernmost point city in Maine that is well known outside of Maine, um, you have a whole secondary market that hasn't necessarily been tapped into that you should be spreading your message to on a regularity. And I think that our organization is one that could bring that to you and still retain all of the things that make you great as a local space as well. Um, and that's really something I want to bring to each of the businesses here. But from an artistic standpoint, I would also like to make it filled with heart and give you a little bit of that secondary push that you bring to the to, to your profession every day. Um, I think that people are really proud of what they do. And I think everyone else should understand why they're proud of it, the authority that they're bringing within the space that they're representing, and why they deserve, why does it, why they deserve their money. Um, at the end of the day, you know what place has good beer, you know what place is going to serve you the right cocktail, you know where you're going to go for breakfast, you know where you're going to go for dinner, and it's on the lips of all the locals. But if you're an outside source and you're traveling there for the weekend, we don't want you to go to a, spe a specific landing space. I'm not going to say where because, you know, we can give away all the secrets here, but we don't want people to drop to one location. We want the location to be brought to them. And I think that that's mm -hmm. a missing element in a lot of localized campaigns. Absolutely. It's all about, you know, connecting brands with their communities and, and those that they serve. And, and that's our mission here at three, two, one is, is to bolster uh, smaller communities and, and build up the small businesses around them. Um, and ultimately that makes us all stronger. Uh, and, and I think that you're, you're the man for the job in Maine for sure. Um, ben, uh, I don't want to take all the time here. Uh, you know, if you want to ask Alex a question or, or hop in here, I, at any I, point. Don't, I, I don't, I literally, I literally started taking notes while he was speaking. Cause there are so many things that I want to have private conversations with afterwards about, because, um, like literally I'm so excited that I almost like, I, I almost got the urge to, to just excitedly say, Pat, we need to, Patrick, we need to, we need to hire this guy. Um, we need to, we need to bring him up, bring him on and make him a part of the team. Cause that's how good you are. And I'm so excited that you're, that you're here and that you're going to be uh, at the helm of three, two, one main, because uh, you are, you know, in, in rarefied air with your, um, with your level of, of knowledge and also empathy and compassion. And I think that that is, that's the combination that I look for when I look for somebody that I want to work with. Um, and when I, when I want to, when I look for somebody that I want to build something with, um, and, uh, and you have all of that in spades. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of this and taking this journey with us. Cause I could not be more excited. And, and he's a snappy dresser too. I mean, I don't know how we did this, but if, if you're, <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're not watching it, we're all wearing essentially the same thing right now. And we're in three different locations. So I don't know how that happened. Maybe it just speaks to the synergy of this team. Um, so I think we'll leave it at that. 
I was gonna say we have a team outfit already picked out. Apparently, it's it's pretty locked in right now, guys. That, that's it's it. Good. It's it's official, and, and and we all signed on the dotted line. So, uh, Alex, uh, we officially welcome you to the three two one media family. Uh, we're so excited to get started, and we really look forward to uh, seeing what happens in Maine uh, with you as our host. Thank you so much for having me on board, uh, both of you. Um, I've worked in tandem with both of you on different projects over the years and in different spaces and in different communities. And both of you have brought that same type of fever that you're saying I apparently have um, <laughs> to the table time and time again. And I've seen you both at work in both of the fields that you have really mastered. And I can't wait to see how you bring that to the table in a regional space, as well as within the Rhode Island space. Um, I'm glad to be on board and I'm blessed to be on board. Thank you so much. We're glad and blessed to have you. Uh, that's it for this episode. This show is from henceforth, no longer going to be the New England Small Business Podcast. It is going to be the Southern New England Small Business Podcast. Uh, and we are very excited to have our first regional um, branch with Maine and Alex. Uh, Patrick, I know that uh, you could not be more excited. And we have more announcements coming in the in the following weeks. Um, and we can't wait to get started with the Maine Small Business Podcast. So if you know anybody that you think should be on this show or Alex's show or uh, that should be spotlighted in any way, Please send us an email. All of our information is in the description of this episode in the show notes. Anybody have anything before I before I close this out? Let's have some fun. <laughs> Let's have some fun. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you very much, guys. Good to see you. Thank you. Look forward to it.